0: Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Staying in Trouble with Adam Short and Eric Humes. We continue with this episode two, with this interview with uh, Josh Silito, a certified therapist. In this episode, we really get into uh, the media, uh, social media, and also the big news networks and the roles that they're playing and kind of maybe our own anxiety during this whole uh, quarantine of 2020 and what we can do to block out some of the bad rumors and s- focus on some of the positive things that are being shared on social media so we continue this wonderful uh, interview uh, please uh, stick around and a lot of great information in this episode so thank you for tuning back in to episode 2 with Josh Silito oh, uh-huh.
1: then you can so
0: So uh, talking about anxiety, talking about those kind of things, what does social media and like the news play into that also? So obviously like when I go on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, there are a lot of positive feeds on there. People are sharing some positive stories. People are helping other people. People are close to their families. And and, and I like reading of those things. Um, my brother-in-law, out of the kindness of his own heart, and it was a terrific thing, he lives in St. George, and he set up, he put it out on Facebook, and he got a whole bunch of people involved in it. And he's an avid hunter, and he had his freezer stacked with, elk meat and deer meat and all kinds of stuff. He grabbed it all. Other people started donating, and he set up this lunch for truckers. And he went, and I'm not sure exactly where, but he barbecued, and he put out signs, and he, he also posted on networks that truckers kind of look at, that they communicate with each other online. He posted on there, and all these truckers started coming in and getting a free meal and he was just saying, thank you for keeping our country going. Wow! And it was a fantastic way of doing it. So you hear these inspiring, awesome stories, but at the same time, it's mixed with rumors, uh, negative type stories, uh, news reports that are kind of daunting, uh, things that are happening. Some people can't categorize those properly, maybe in their own head. And they, they hold on to kind of maybe more of the negative. So what can they do? Should they just refrain from the social media and the news or just take it a little bit at a time?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It might be good to put the brakes on it, at least to some extent. Right. And it's, it's hard for us to to not grab our phones and have it be there all the time. Right. So, um, we have a lot of downtime. So yeah, Sorry, yeah, so yeah, so um, but I have actually for for some individuals said it might be good for you to keep your phone in your room, and you not to stay in your room. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, but I I mean that's an amazing story. Like that's the thing is is these where there is suffering, there is also healing, and there's helpers. Right there, mm-hmm. there are helpers and. And so part of the transition is, is in these times of uncertainty, one of the ways that that we, sometimes we're intolerant of uncertainty. We can't handle it. We don't like it. We avoid it as much as possible. So, so worry actually can become an avoidance tactic, which sounds weird. It sounds counterintuitive because that's all you're thinking about. But but worry is is trying to create certainty where there is none and your brain is trying to figure out every single possible scenario. Yeah. Right? And then trying to find some sort of, I'm going to have a plan for this. I'm going to have a plan for that. I'm going to have a plan for that. Mm-hmm. But yet it's not productive, right? There, there's no productive thing in constantly worrying because there ends up... So I try and have clients change from a need for control to a desire for choice. So let's move away from trying to control everything in your life and let's get to what what is in your realm and let's figure out what can we what are our options? How do we choose to face this challenge? Do we choose to face it with, you know, I'm I'm quarantined and I'm going to live in fear or I'm going to choose to be quarantined and I'm going to spend time with my family and improve our present current life. Am I going to choose to look outside of myself and see where there's a need and give my resources in a loving manner to show gratitude? Mm -hmm. And so now it flipped from a... I'm out of control in my life. I have no control. Everything's hitting me and I'm a victim to all of a sudden I have choices and I have a desire and I can go in this direction and that provides me with purpose and meaning in my life. And it helps those and blesses those around me. So I actually feel good about it. I feel good about myself and, and other people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't imagine what my brother-in-law, his name's John. I, I can't imagine what John felt after being able to serve he posted pictures last night he had a few buddies out there helping him out and his kids were out there helping him out and it it just you could just see it on his face he 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 loves that kind of stuff and i can just imagine the gratitude that he kind of felt for himself you know being able to to serve a, a a part of this whole crazy virus thing a group of people that are really helping all these communities out and they're kind of an unsung heroes i mean i I, I'm, yeah, not ta- I, I'm not taking. I'm not taking away from like first responders, but they're they're up there. How many, how many there?
1: people Adam have reached out to you and said, "Hey, keep posting and keep talking about the positives."
0: Oh yeah, all, all the time. I'm getting a much more better feedback on more of the positive than than anything else.
2: We we really see the human spirit come alive in in these times of of, of uncertainty, mm-hmm. these times of suffering, like that's what i heard heard the phrase one time put the victim to bed and and what is it put the victim to bed and have the hero come alive something like that and and it's more of like there's that hero inside of all of us and it doesn't mean that we're not afraid right or there isn't any risk involved that's actually what makes it heroic Mm-hmm. That's what makes what he did amazing is that there's so many other things that he could have been doing to that he could have been worrying about. Yeah. But yet he chose to step outside of that and to show genuine love and gratitude. To strangers. To strangers. Stranger. Yes. To people that he, he doesn't he's not gonna get all this recognition and he's not doing it for any of that. And that's inside of all of us. And that that brings certainty. Like that brings hope, that brings purpose, that brings clarity to our lives, and it makes the suffering or fear or risk or whatever it is worth it.
0: Absolutely. You still there, Eric? I'm still here, yeah. I think this is all
1: great. I think uh, just going back to what I just asked you, Adam, is you know I posted uh, something on social media last week about the 10, 10 pros about uh, the virus. Yeah, I saw that. And, and I had multiple, multiple people reach out to me and are like, hey, can you do more of that? And so I've been trying, you know, obviously with my videos to Costco and my videos to, you know, to the park or wherever we're doing, is to let, I think, you know, going part about uh, some of this or some of the, the messages I've seen is don't lose hope, you know. And, and that's what people need to hear is, uh, you know, you are what you listen to, you are what you eat, you are what you watch, and, and people are, are yearning still for more hope, I think. And so, you know, and I agree with you, Josh. I think that was a great, uh, great thing that you said that, you know, let's put the demon to bed and have the hero come alive is, you know, human kindness is such a healing balm and the opportunity to serve is such a healing balm. And you know, with the situation that we're in currently, we see that more often than not that, you know, there's all these great opportunities to serve others. And and I've always been a big proponent of service. Like service for me heals a lot of things. And and I think other people realize that as well that healing can come through serving others and even and we're finding ways to do it at a distance which is even more meaningful. I mean, you have to be really thoughtful about it. You're like, okay, so-and-so needs this. How do I provide it? So-and-so, you know, we're looking to find, to fill needs in other people, which makes us more empathetic. Wouldn't you say, Josh?
2: Oh, yeah, completely, completely. There there are stories that I hear about how, oh, I I called up so-and-so. I hadn't talked to him, you know, in years you know and there there's family members that are that are reaching out to each other that have never turned to each other like for help or for consolation like or for for just like some sort of sucker and and yeah it it makes it is healing it's healing for all of us like that's what that human kindness is is all about and so those, these times in our lives actually can bring out the best in each other and we can heal each other. We have, we have that power to be able to help and heal and bring comfort and certainty to each other in the midst of all of this. So both of you are just completely right on with that is that is the perspective that we need to look at this. And in, in doing so, I am not taking away from, from the suffering that people are going through, the people that are dying, the people that families have loved ones that are no longer with them. The human kindness is actually to, to be there for them mm-hmm. in their grieving. The human kindness is not to not to say, things are so, so good for me and, and I'm not going to think about what you're going through but it's putting the truth of the situation in perspective. Truth is in layers. It's a hierarchy. Yes, there are people dying. Yes, there you know the coronavirus can spread this quickly. These are right those are all facts. Those are all truths. Those are all yeah. things that are going on. But the hierarchy of truth is morally we can reach out to each other. Morally and lovingly from our hearts, we can actually be there in the time of grieving. And that is a deeper, more lasting truth than these passing facts.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And maybe that, that's another good hobby to start is like, if you got this time and you're sitting around, clean up your social media. You can yeah. You can unfollow friends. You can unfollow the people that bring negativity in your life. And take the time to clean it up so when you do go on there you are he- seeing more of the positive post you're seeing i mean it's really hard to watch any of eric's videos and not smile and laugh <laughs> i mean that those are fantastic uh examples of making someone feel good and happy and, and and those are the kind of posts that we need to focus on i've always noticed that the big media focuses on the spread of fear of things that us americans and i don't want to get in conspiracy theory kind of stuff but i've noticed that the big news networks they they spread fear of things that we can't fix but only the government can fix Mm -hmm. they they talk about global warming well you and i can't fix global warming but the government can we can't stop terrorism but the government can and we we rely constantly they keep spreading it just keep relying on the government and these are the problems in your life these coronaviruses the the terrorism the Global warming. And they keep spreading that stuff on a level that, on a personal level, we may be able to do something in our own homes against the virus, but technically we can't end it. We have to rely on the government. We have to turn back and rely on them. And and it goes back to a a state where it's like we can't do anything ourselves. We're constantly in reliance of of a greater power that's going to solve all of our problems. But are they really going to solve all of our problems? we got to kind of put it into more of a, a human perspective locally in our own kind of a bubble. We have our family. We have our close friends. And I think uh, a lot of us, are going. To, that's what we're going to get out of this whole thing is we're going to really know who our close friends are. We may have thousands of friends or followers on our social media, but we may not personally know them all. The real close friends, the ones that are actually knocking on your door, giving you some food or, hey, I'm just here to check on you. They may not shake your hand. They may want to keep the distance, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and we, we do all that. But yeah. they're willing to come over and say, are you guys okay? And we've had wonderful friends knock on our doors and just want to check. Hey, just, you guys all good? Everyone's good here? You need anything? I could run to the store. You need anything? And that generosity is just overwhelming. And it, and then it inspires us to my wife and I sit back and it's like well, what can we do now? We're thinking the other way. It's we want to help someone else. We want to, you know, check on someone else. We're making phone calls. We're even a simple text. We're thinking of you, you need anything, you know? And, and I, I think the human kindness is going to like grow. I remember after nine 11, we got very patriotic and people turned to churches and we turned, turned to other things. And, and it really drove America for a while that we we were very, I mean, you couldn't see a vehicle out there without an American flag sticker or a flag itself on there or something like that because we really came together as a country after such an event. And I, I think this is going to do the same thing, but it's going to be more of a human thing. Yeah. So leading into the, the, the next question is with with a lot of churches canceling, a lot of people rely on their social but not just that more of a spiritual mental state of attending churches whatever church that may be that's yeah. their peace that that make that could be their to go place on that on sundays or whenever they go to church and worship w- what what is that going to affect people if those do- all those doors are now closed people aren't able to to actually go to the church actually maybe see their minister or their clergy leader uh, it, 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 do you think that's going to raise an anxiety or raise some kind of concern amongst a lot of people?
2: Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, some some people that's their, if you want to call it like that's their lifeline. You know, like they that's what they look forward to each week, right? They go to church, they see so and so. They you know they get greeted at the door. They're part of a community. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that connection is so important. And kind of kind of a side note, but connected to this is. Isn't it interesting how how connected we are through social media, through electronics, um, through our phones at any time, we can call anyone anywhere around the world, all those things, but yet the thing that we suffer most from is loneliness.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing.
2: It's amazing, right? We're actually becoming more and more disconnected. And in some ways, we actually start becoming more and more numb because we do use electronics or we do l- use certain things in our lives to actually suppress, avoid, and numb our feelings rather than what they're used or could potentially be used for, which is connection. And okay. we're getting back to that. So then getting back to this of not being able to go to church, then it's like, well, how do we get that connection? Right? If we're feeling this loneliness, where is that going to come from? Well, we have tools that can help us. I mean, at any time in the whole human civilization like we have more tools now if we're trapped in a in a confined space to be able to reach out to anyone we want or need at the same time i think what it is what it potentially can do is it can get us to realize that actually maybe we can purify our intentions at church as well we're not there we're Maybe we go there for certain reasons. Maybe we feel obligated to. Maybe we just want to be in a social community. Um, you know, Maybe that's what makes us feel good. But all of a sudden, now our relationship with God is solely based on us connecting with him. Okay. And so that can give us an opportunity to actually connect directly with God. And we have the tools to be able to connect with others even if we're distant. Helps us through. I think it can refocus our worship, if if we want to call it that, right?
0: Absolutely, I think so.
2: Yeah, Eric. I
1: agree with that too. That's a hundred percent. I I loved the the verb you used to, Josh, was purify, and the fact that uh, you know another thing that we're doing in this whole process is simplify. Um, I heard on many programs last week is you know this is an opportunity to, we, we talked about the purge coming. Well, part of the purge is let's simplify our lives. Let's see what, what what matters most. And I think Adam, you even talked about that, like, you know, which friends are really my friends or, you know, which acquaintances are, uh, you know, haven't I touched base with and, and who needs a a hand of, uh, you know, fellowship or ministering and, and I think that's in life, you know, like what can we do to, uh, you know, care, like legitimately like, hey, you know what, are you doing okay today? You know what, do you do you need a pound of meat today? Do you need a pound of my time today? And uh, <laughs> and I think that's all part of that purification and, and simplification process.
0: Absolutely. You know, that, there's going to be a lot of things that people... I mean, they take the time, they ponder, they think about it, and they, they're going to come together and, and really hopefully put into categories in their own life of what's really, really important. And, and and maybe we don't look at this as such. And Like I said, I'm not trying to take away from the people who this could cause a lot of suffering, but it's a potential even through the suffering. This could be a huge blessing on humanity. We've been caught in this crazy rat race for so long. We're so busy. Me and my wife, I mean, this is the first time ever that we've been able to actually really downshift between sporting events and church events and kids events and our events and work and everything that we're involved in. This is the first time that we've been able to, like, hit that reset button, like on the Nintendo, you know, we hit that reset and we can calm down a little bit. And, and we need to get in touch with humanity. And this could be a massive blessing amongst the entire world that humans can really look deep into it themselves and to each other and realize what is really, really important. When the basics have been kind of taken away, when grocery sh- shelves are empty, when, when things are, are radically changed in our day-to-day lives, all of a sudden, we need to really focus on what's important. I don't know. I, 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 I'm kind of seeing a little bit of the positive of, of what can come from all of this, you know, and uh, I, I don't want to be unsensitive to any of our listeners that are, are are really hurting right now, but maybe through that hurt, there's a there's a brighter light at the end of that tunnel of, of learning of who we are and what's going on. Cause I truly believe we will, we will get overcome this. We will get through it. You know, finances come back, businesses come back, economics come back. I mean, all, all of the, all, everything, it will come it back. Will Vegas come back. is not going to turn into a ghost town and we all move away. <laughs> it, 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 it's going to be okay. But, but let's see what we can learn from this.
2: Adam, you were, you're right on with that. Like I completely hundred percent agree with that. Um, this can, this can be a huge blessing for all of us. And I, you know, if someone has gone through something difficult as we've processed through the pain, as we've empathized with the pain, validated what they've experienced as they, as they are going through this healing process, they are able to turn that pain into purpose yeah and and some a purpose greater than just themselves right and and they've be, they've changed because of it they've transformed they've become almost like a phoenix right they've they've become something better and because of of what was going on and so I'm I hundred percent agree with you Adam this this is a, this this can be a huge blessing for all of us. Um, if we choose to view it that way and embrace the difficulties with the hope that there's going to be something wonderful that comes out of this.
0: And and I definitely think it can. I think it can. And, and, and maybe maybe all this was supposed to happen. You know, maybe this is a divine intervention type thing that it's like, hey, you know, you guys need to slow down a little bit boom, here you go. Here's a virus. I mean, I don't, uh, sometimes I can get a little irreverent when it comes to my stories, but
2: (laughs) one thing I did want to share too, this is something a little different that maybe not a lot of people, um, think about, or maybe a perspective that people take. But oftentimes when we talk about anxiety, when we talk about depression or mental, mental health in general, um, oftentimes we're about like trying to eliminate, eliminate it. Right. Like we're, like we're trying to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But there, there are occasions where, um, we might be on that rat race, right. We'll be going, going, going pressures, 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 chronic stress, you know, everything just going, going, going. And, and we aren't able to see the simple things in our lives, we're not able to experience the joy that actually is in there. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like our body and our mind starts to slow itself down. There's a reason why. So depression in and of itself isn't like a negative or bad thing. Depression can actually be a way, this is my belief, a way for the body and the mind to actually say, we need a timeout. Like we're going to slow it down if you're not
0: kind of a warning system. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Your engine light coming on.
2: It's coming on, right? And so there's a reason for it to to actually come about. And there's other there's other reasons for depression, but at times it's simply hey, you need to slow down. And yes, it's going to be painful. Yes, you're going to feel worthless. Yes, you're going to feel horrible. Yes, you're not going to feel interest in things that you once had pleasure in, right? Mm-hmm. Anhedonia. Like your sleep cycle is going to be off. But there's so many times where I've talked with clients that have like, they're looking at it and they're like, if I didn't go through this depressive state, I never, I never would have took time to appreciate my child's smile. I never would have appreciate, appreciated actually being able to appreciate something to Mm -hmm. enjoy doing a puzzle like I never would have experienced these things. And so I tell some of my clients, especially in certain situations, like don't be so quick to try and like get out of this and solve this. Like that's going to create more anxiety, fear, all those things. Like maybe there's something for us to learn. Like let's, let's breathe for a moment. Actually, I wonder if it's a sacred time for you, for us to mm-hmm. actually start to put things that are most important in our life let's order it so that when you come out of this you're a completely new person and i think that's maybe what this coronavirus is kind of doing for all of us is it's giving us an opportunity to slow down and to figure out what means most to us and then let's let's choose it let's choose it
0: wow yeah that's man that's deep
1: josh I, i would love for you to to come back i think this is a great episode and i think that we're all learning that um i what i really like what you talked about is you know sometimes mental health is not something that needs to be eliminated you know it's kind of like the the one show um inside out where you're not supposed to get rid of your emotions you're you, you know you're we're born to you know we're born to live with them and to grow from them and color outside of the lines a little bit is okay and so i think we'd love to have you back on a regular basis josh because i think there's a lot to learn i think there's a lot more to unpack with even what we talked about today
2: well i'm so We're grateful not, to yeah. have have been with both of you yeah, yeah I,
0: it's been great it's been great you could be the show's therapist <laughs> and you just come on regularly
2: and <laughs> if 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 people want to hear me, I, <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear myself that much, but I, <laughs> I'm very grateful for this opportunity to just be here with both of you, you know, it's a positive thing.
0: Oh, it, it's terrific. Uh, where can people find you? Like if, if they want to set up an appointment with you and stuff like that, where can they find you at?
2: I mean, they can look up my name. I, um, you know, Josh Silito, my business is Silito Therapy. It's interesting last name is kind of like Silly Toes. Just switch out the Y, or yeah, switch out the Y with an I, um, and yeah, just look me up. Um, you can even yeah, you can look me up on Psychology Today if you want to do that. I also have my website SillyToeTherapy.com, um, but yeah, I'm I'm here in Henderson. So wonderful. That's you awesome. know what? I'm I, excited I, to come up with uh, Josh's jingle for his
0: regular month-a-month appearance on the podcast I'll do that I'll do that I'll, I could come up with yeah. something silly or serious <laughs> some silly toes right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on but uh, uh, I'll, I'll definitely put all your information I'll, I'll get all your information and it will be on I'm getting some feedback here all right I did not do that.
2: (laughs) You didn't. I I, saw it. I did not not
0: hang up on him, but I, I I think we just lost him. But anyways, uh, I I will definitely put all your information on the information or uh, the description of the podcast on iTunes and, and we appreciate everyone tuning in and listening. um, And, uh, yeah, please hit that subscribe button and tell other people about the show. You know, uh, people, you hear this episode and you feel inspired and you get good information from this to help your own life. Share it with someone else. Shoot a text message out or uh, send them a link to uh, this uh, of iTunes. It's really easy to do. And uh, tell someone about the show. And, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you again. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
2: You're welcome.